right. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rob. We back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I have two special guests with me. Uh, first and foremost, one of my big bros um, from the We Here Man podcast. I got CV. What up, CV? What's good? This is CV. I'm here, man. Now, secondly, I got one of my brothers from my chapter, Gamma Nu. Yo, yo. This guy, super duper talented, super duper funny, super duper creative. Man. Y'all need to make sure y'all check out his show, Women, on YouTube. We have. Every dude can relate. Every dude <laughs> can relate. I'm 30. I'll be 34 on Monday. And yeah, I, I was looking at that show and I was like, damn. <laughs> that I, I wish I had old. that. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, Keith Bell Jr. What's going on, Fi? What's happening, man? How y'all doing? Cool. Cool. How you living, man? I'm living great, actually. I just got home from um Greenville. I had to record some stuff, but I'm, I'm doing great, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, so I want to start with this, man. What inspired you to start this uh, web series? Women. (laughs) 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 I almost spit my beer out. Yeah, I was talking to this girl. This was last summer. Yeah, last summer. I was still living in Orangeburg. And I was um, talking to this girl, like conversing with this girl back and forth. And then uh, one day I had a day off from work, and she was like, we should hang out. I was like, all right, cool, blah, blah, blah. But the next day, she ain't never hit me up. So she ain't never hit me up. And then at night, I went over there. And she was like, we were supposed to hang out. And I was like, I know you ain't never tell us what we were supposed to do. And she was like, you were supposed to come up with something. I was like, but, but it was your idea. Wow. And then she was like, oh, so you didn't want to hang out with me? And I was like, women. I was like, oh, women. <laughs> And that's how I came up with it. <laughs> hey. Look, man, that's that's crazy because you know what? That just would have been one of them situations where I was like, man, fuck that bitch. And I would have went and got me a drink with my boys or something. And you got inspired to do a whole show. Yeah, it, it was it was like, what? It don't even make sense. Like, how you get that from that? So, yeah. Because so. women feed into these fucking societal norms and what their friends say and all this shit and don't want to take initiative. They want the cake and they want to eat the fucking cake too. This shit makes no sense. I'm glad I found love though. I ain't got to worry about that bullshit with my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out the game, man. I've been out the game so long. Like, so. I'm yeah, working I'm to get out. I'm living through y'all boys. Yeah, I'm still playing out here, so. You should be, man. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, shit. Okay. What year you crossed, man? 14. Okay. Yeah, so I got to about 10 years exactly. Damn. 14. 04 in the building? 05 in the building. I was retired by the time you came through, so you got lucky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you got enough love, though. But we we ain't here to talk about that. So, going through, like... What is your creative process? Because you write the entire show. Yep. So you come up with like the scenes and where y'all gonna be at and like you do everything creatively, like with no help? Yes. Nice, nice. I respect that. So, so tell Oh go ahead. Oh uh, go ahead, Stevie, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, so when you when you were writing season one and you opened up and 
Um, how did you go about like the process of picking the right people? Because like a lot of times when you have like a passion project like that, and um, you come up with it, like when you first told people about it, did they just jump on board, or did you have to like really sell people on that? Well, my friends jumped on board, but like with the girls, the girls were the hardest part because I don't use a lot of males mm-hmm. in it. So yeah. uh, finding the girls were re- was really the hardest part. But once I got, um, you just tell girls you you want to be on camera. You're like, yay! Like, <laughs> Women, yeah, I know, right? So, uh, <laughs> so with the first episode, um, her name is Maya. Uh, she went to USC, so I knew her, and then I just asked her, and she was like, "Yeah, I do it." And then once the first episode come out, and then people see exactly what you're doing. And then they're like, oh, it's kind of cool. And then now they're saying, put me in the show, put me in it. And then that's how. So it, it becomes easier to pick, but I just have to make sure I pick people whose personalities match up or are similar or who could portray this role in a way. Gotcha. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so the name of your network is Uncaged Birdie Network. That's your network? Yeah. So how'd you come up with that name? Um, well, the, my production company name is Uncaged Brady Productions. Okay. So um, I basically got it from Kanye because I'm, I'm a big Kanye fan, even though I'm, like, not as big of a fan now because he got a bunch of stuff going on. But um, <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> Life of Papa, yeah. Uh, one of the songs is Uncaged Uncaged Shine, Uncaged Hurricane, Blind and Cage. So basically it's like, who just want to be? Hold up, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. CV, I think that's your background fading them out. Oh, where? Okay. Oh. All right, you said Life of Pablo? Yeah, so um, I think it's Waves, the song Waves. He said, um, sun, can't shine, sun can't shine in the shade, bird can't fly in the cage. So that's why I get the uncaged birdie. So it's basically like the freedom of your mind, freedom of your thoughts, freedom of doing what you want to do. And that's how I, I came up with that. Word. Now I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what is, and this is all out of love. So I don't want you to take this as any kind of shade or anything. Obviously, I can tell you're kind of just starting out. You're putting things together. You're putting in the work. So I can tell that it's getting better as time goes on. But like, what has truly impressed me because now that I'm older, like I'm just not into certain shit. I'm not into like childish shit or fake drama or nothing like that. So when I was getting ready to watch it, because I've been meaning to watch it, because when I started my podcast, I think I saw you on Instagram talking about it. And I was like, I need to check it out. And I subscribed, but I never watched it. But then when I started watching it, I thought you at first, I thought you were just going to do different scenarios that men find themselves in with women. I didn't know that you were going to turn it into a storyline. And once you added the storyline elements with the ex-girlfriends and then everyone kind of crossing paths and then... Your homeboy, because we all got a homeboy like that. That shit was so yeah. impressive because I could see myself in your shoes. And I ain't gonna lie, after I watched the last episode, like uh was you got one you one episode in the season two or two? I can't remember. Two. 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 So when I went when I when it ended, it was like one of my favorite things. I was like, fuck, when's the next episode coming? Like <laughs> <laughs> Like I really felt some type like of way. Yeah, he got me like that. That's that's that to me. That's a sign of a good writer and someone who knows what they're doing. Because a lot of people do stuff and like you don't miss it. But like when it ended, I'm like, yo, I need more. Like right now. 
Hey, Keith, I'm going to tell you, man. Um, Rob texted me and was like, hey, check this out. And he knows me because I'm actually, um, I went to school for creative writing and I never pursued it. I chased money and I didn't really go into um, go into that. And, I, and he knows that I look at everything from like an editor hat. I don't care if it's a multi-million dollar budget movie, whatever. And when I saw it, like he knew that I was going to look at like stuff, you know what I'm saying, technical stuff. Yeah. But then like when I got into it, I was like, man, this is really dope, man. I'm, I'm like, I was, I was proud of you, man. I was like, yo, this is really good work. And I know he doesn't have a major budget. I was like, you got to put me in touch with this guy. Like, I, I like, because I'm working on a project myself, and I'll tell you about that more offline. But okay. Definitely love what you're doing, man. And um, I, I can, re- this joint resonates with me. Like, I was wilding in school and, I, and, and after school. So it was like, yo, I remember doing all of this, everything that he's doing in this, in this, uh, in this, in this whole season. It's kind of cool, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. So how much of this that we're seeing in your series is from real life experience? <laughs> Incriminate himself. <laughs> Not much. Um, and if it is, I just make it hella dramatic. Okay. If like something light might happen or like we like I know for a fact me and them messed with the same girl before. But I just made it dramatic. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that has happened. Ex-girlfriends, all that type of stuff. But just I try to make it more dramatic. And with the um, with the different scenarios, like you said in the beginning, that's how I started, and that's how I was going to do it. But then after a while, it's like people don't get tired of this. So that's when I um really dug into my creative bag or whatever, and came up with the storyline of the girlfriend, the girl popping up. And crossing paths and all that type of stuff. So, do all y'all live in the same area, or do y'all have to like schedule when y'all gonna film? I have to schedule when we have to film. I'm having trouble right now trying to schedule <laughs> episode three. So, yeah, because most of the um, like the girl Layla, she goes to USC, so she in Columbia. Okay. Um, Q plays Sean. He lives in Greenville. Oh. And I live in Charlotte. So just... Oh yeah, that's definitely effort effort and commitment do y'all have like a lot of practices like run-throughs and stuff like that aligns or is it kind of like everybody's really dedicated to learning them independently and then they just come show up and knock it out you show up and knock it out that's what's up and a lot of stuff with me and um q a lot a lot of that stuff be ad-lib because we friends in real life so we just know how to like work off each other and whatnot i can tell i can tell that the chemistry definitely grew like through each episode it was like at first like it was a little bit slower and then as the season got into it I, I noticed that like you guys were just more comfortable i guess being in front of the camera um and just just kind of vibing off each other it was really dope to see so so question for you bruh now so right now like what's is there anything that you you know gonna give us any kind of tidbits about what's gonna happen in season in the rest of the season like episode three like any sneak peek information Cause we waiting for real. <laughs> well, well, the end, of, well, not the end, but throughout episode two of season two, um, a new, well, not a new, but a young man pops up in Layla's life, and so she has to deal with that, and she also has to deal with JP. So just just watch that that three, um, I'm talking. 
threesome. Watch that there. I can't give too much because it's like <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Short, I can't. I can't give too much. Yeah, you don't want to give away the nuggets. Yeah, don't give away the nuggets. Man, man. fuck that. I want to know. Nah. Uh, <laughs> so, what is your? And I did see, and I and I, I apologize. I was busy at work. I did see something. It was either on Instagram or Facebook. You had another project you were working on. Was that a short film or something? Yeah, it was. It was called Red Flag. And what was that going to Is that still coming or what's going on with that? What happened was... Oh, shit. <laughs> the last okay. last day of filming, I it was an outside scene we had to do. And it, uh, I failed because I was like running or something. I failed and the SD card fell out of my pocket. So the no. next day, I didn't realize until the next day. So I went back out there, found the SD card. I was like, thank you. But the SD card is unreadable. So oh, I gotta man. find a way just to get all of the the stuff off of SD card, and then I'll release it. Oh man, Damn. all the films. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. done. I just gotta get the stuff off of it. Yeah. yeah. I, what, I, what's that project about? Oh my bad, Rob. Nah, go ahead. No, I was just asking. What, uh, what is Red Flag about? Uh, it was basically about this girl. She moves to a new city, and she meets this guy part but he turns out to be like a serial stalker killer type but she ignores all the red flags that leads up to the ending and whatnot because i know i see in the uh like i'm on twitter a lot so i see on twitter a girl saying how uh dudes are they basically don't know how to take rejection yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what it is okay dope 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 and how long is that gonna be? Is that like a thirty minute joint or? Yeah, it's it's about uh, no more than thirty five minutes. No more than thirty five minutes. Okay. Who, who is your major? Broadcast journalism or something? <laughs> Business management. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yo <laughs> you can't, you can't, Hey man, you cannot block a creative no matter what. They gonna come back to it. Yeah. No matter what. Yo, that's dope. So what is what is the um what's the vision for your production company? Obviously, you have a passion for this. You're good at it, so I would definitely encourage you to keep going. But do you have a big picture, or are you just kind of like floating through right now? I really want to make some money off of it because <laughs> I don't, like I don't I don't make anything off anything right now. Uh, um, most of my money comes from well, all my money comes from my regular job. Mm -hmm. So that that would be a start. But I'm working on branding myself first. And after I bring myself, I believe, well, I know I can bring the show with me. I can bring my production company with me. And then I got hella ideas because all I do is just be in my head all day. So <clears throat> basically just getting my stuff to the masses because everything I do, I like to base it off real life, what people can relate to. Yep. I, I did two stage productions as well. So. Just try to be real around and just try to be relatable. That's what's up. Have you so I, I don't know um I don't know what your take on it. So have you ever thought about bringing on additional writers? Because a lot of people I know you said you want to brand yourself. A lot of people end up having multiple people. It takes you know as a as a person that's already putting on a show, you kind of see like it takes like that teamwork, that camaraderie. Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of extra hands to kind of make the vision work. So, have you thought about bringing on an additional writer, also helping bounce things off? I definitely have, but the whole thing with that is, like, 
I try to reach out to people just to do like small stuff. Yep. But it's like everybody yeah. doesn't have the same work ethic as yep. me. Yeah. So that would be my biggest thing right now. And plus, I don't have no money to get nobody. So <laughs> you're gonna be doing that just for your resume. And a lot of people don't really um I, I wouldn't say they don't want to do it, but they don't see it as helping them. If you get what I'm saying. It you no, know I'm I'm gonna tell you like this, man, and don't ever feel like you don't don't lose the I would say don't lose trust or lose hope in other people. Charlemagne the God is someone that I've come to really love and respect in the media space. Him being from Moss Corner, South Carolina. I'm still trying to finish his first book because I don't read like that, but I'm in the middle of his first book. And one I'm of the things <laughs> I, I'm gonna finish it, man. But one of the things he says is an opportunity is not always attached to a paycheck. Like people really don't understand that just when people ask you for the smallest thing, when you're passionate about something and you're trying to put the weight of the world on your shoulders for someone just to take a pebble, just to take one rock, just take a little ounce off of me. They don't understand how far that can go. Cause I'm going to tell you like this, bro, you, my brother. So any connections I got or any, any resource I got is automatically yours. So just all I can say is just keep doing your thing. Keep putting out quality content because like, you know, CV, I met him. <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a tell you a short, a long story in a short span of time. So you <laughs> have you heard the song Crank That Roy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was that was me and one of your other pro fights. That was our record label. We came up with that. We started that. We didn't start the dance. The dance originated with a guy in Orangeburg, but we're the ones who started a record label, signed an artist, wrote that song, and promoted it. So that just goes to show you, man. You you can re and then people still play it today, and people still know it today. But it's there's connections and relationships that came from that. That's how I met CV. You know what I'm saying? And now me and him have linked on a couple of things and are working on a couple of things, man. So. Just don't ever be afraid to go out there, try something new, explore, um, and try to solicit help, man. Um, and I do wish you the best. Like anything I can do to help you, promote you, um, I will. Matter of fact, shout out all your stuff right now. Your IG, shout all your stuff out right now. Well, Instagram and Twitter, the same thing at underscore KBLJR. Um, YouTube, Uncaged Birdie Network. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> Word up. He's so nonchalant with it. Yeah, he's. Like, yeah, <laughs> hey, you talk the same way on the show that you do on here. Yeah, he does. Yo. <laughs> like, he's always in character, yo. It's like short yeah. and sweet. <laughs> I'm with it, though. But with, with, with the whole health thing, like, that's how I really started everything in the first place. Because once I graduated in 17, I was still in Orangeburg that whole summer. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to get to Atlanta because, you know, Atlanta, Black Hollywood and whatnot. So I was calling down the studios. I was calling down the networks. I was like, I was trying to come work for free, basically. And everybody was giving me the runaround. So I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to start my own shit. So that's how we get where we at today. Word. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, that's that's dope. That's really dope, man. And, and it's dope that you started so early, man. I, I'm actually trying to start everything now. And I'm, I'm 35. Ooh. And I got a family. So I can't just move them, right? I can't yeah. just move them down to Atlanta. And be like, hey, I'm gonna chase this dream. So right now, I'm in a situation where I'm just trying to like write. And I told my wife that we on a five year plan. We're gonna sell the house and move. And in the meantime, I'm gonna get my script game up and you know put myself in a position where I network and 
you know, get down there. When I get down there, I'll be working. So if I have the road trip here and there or whatever to get down there and, you know, get my face in the game, then that's what I'll be doing. Um, but I want to work with you. I'm, I'm actually going to um, have to talk with you. I mean, I don't know. You know, I may have a little bit more bread to spend on, you know, on equipment or whatever. And I've got cameras, too, already. I do photography. So, um, you know, I've got some cameras. We've got some 4K cameras. We can get some good stuff in there. Give you some additional coverage for your scenes and things like that. So, um, I mean, we definitely, yeah. I, and I see the value in what you're doing. So I, I would definitely, you know, mean, no, no money attached to that, by the way. Cause you like, yeah, how much you gonna charge? <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, no, nah, I mean, cause I know I heard what he said. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that's not what I'm looking at. You know, what I mean, I, I, I respect the hustling. I'm out here hustling too, so I'm, I'm with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm actually moving next May to Atlanta. All right, you said what? I'm moving, moving to Atlanta next May. That's the plan for right now. So, no. Okay, so no. this coming May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to relocate to the DMV. Um, that's more sure, conducive. Man. That's more sure. conducive to what I'm trying to do, man. I'm a DJ. I, I'm trying to get better at DJing. I'm into the gaming scene, and that's where that is, man. If I was more on the entertainment side, I'd probably do the same thing. Atlanta was. It's still on my list. That's number two on my list, actually. Um, we'll just see, but. One of the most important things that I've learned is people want to see that you're willing to work and that you put in the work. So even though it sucks, because my podcast, we almost 100 episodes in. I ain't made a penny, bro. I've been doing this for whew, three years now, I think. I ain't made a penny. I don't know how to make money on podcasts, but I'm going to figure it out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 100 should be coming actually before the end of the year, because I think this is 97 or 98 right here. So, um. That, that I can just tell you, just keep it up, man. I also got a DJ series that I do too, man. You just got to keep making the content. Keep those creative juices flowing because when you stop, you stop believing and then you just don't have it anymore. You lose that passion. Especially since you young, man, go for that shit. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let no one's opinion dissuade you from doing what you're trying to do. They can kiss your ass. Do what's best for you, man, and chase that damn dream. And like I said, anything I can do to help, I definitely will. Any connections I have, I'm going to send you away. So. Yes, sir, and I appreciate it. Just stay patient. Hey. So, Keith, man, I got a question for y'all. So, right now, you kind of do it all. You, you basically, like, you know, a triple threat, right? You know, I'm assuming you shoot some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you direct, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's your favorite so far? The writing. The writing. Okay. So, like, if you like, if your dream job would you be like to be like in a writer's room, like on a series? Uh, I don't know because I, I just I don't I don't like to do one thing at a time. So I don't know if just being in the writer's room would like satisfy me. But I would. Okay. De- I would definitely do it, but I don't know if that would, I don't know how long I would be able to do it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask. Like, um, I know a lot of times, like, writers are married to a project for a long time. Like, if they, unless you're writing features, like, if you're writing features, then, yeah, you know, you finish that movie, you're done, move to something else. But, uh, you know, if you're writing a series, you, you end up on Shonda Rhimes' cast or staff or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. That ain't a bad place to be. You know what I'm saying? 
But now, nah, definitely. Yeah, I was just curious. I my my personal goal, I always wanted to be director of photography. I, I always saw myself um, wanting to be able to kind of set the, st- uh, the the tone. Like, so I really look at like lighting. Um, I look at you know what kind of gels you're gonna use to kind of tell the tone in the movie. So the color grading is extremely important. Angle choice is really important. So those are the types of those you know things that I like to really look at when I study cinematography. And you know. Nerding out on that type of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, super. Yeah, my wife don't even like to watch movies with me no more, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, over time, I, I started watching movies different because I'm learning everything. Like I said, I went to school for business, and I have I have no idea what I'd be doing, honestly. I'd be, um, hold on, hold on, I'm breaking up again. Start over. One of my LBs was doing all my production stuff, uh-huh. and he moved back to St. Louis. So from episode three of the first season to now, I basically had to teach myself how to edit, like camera break and all that kind of stuff. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm going to tell you too, like, as you continue to do this, you're going to find your niche. Like, you're going to find your role. Like, me... It seems you and me have a lot in common. It's funny. Like, I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. I like to be hands on. When I was younger, I didn't like to do just one thing. But then I started to learn. I was like, you know what? Let me get good at this. I like this part. Let me get somebody else to do this part. Like, like even with my podcast, I don't edit my podcast. Like, I I listen back to it to make sure it's not trash. I might turn it up a little bit or turn it down. But I'm not into the whole editing. Like, I like setting up the recording and recording. But I, I don't like editing. Like, I will pay someone or get someone else to do that all day. Like, I can't stand it. So it's like <laughs> certain things you just learn, man. Like, that's why I was looking into getting into photography, but I don't like editing. So I'm like, well, hell, that defeats the purpose. Like, <laughs> it, it, I, I'll be a trash photographer because I don't like to edit. So I just left it alone. So it helps take me. Take picture right the first time. You don't have to edit that much. That's how the game go. See, didn't know that. Still not gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> but man, that that's all the questions I have for you, CB. You had any more questions? No, nah, man. I um, I think I, I pretty much I'm good, man. We are gonna have to talk a little bit more off the air. That's Word. Word. So y'all, Uncaged Birdie Productions, women. It's on YouTube. See, check out season Dope. one. Check out season two. Um, you get a you got a good bit of, for you to do a little. You got some nice views. I can't get that shit, but uh, <laughs> you got like thousands. Like your videos have like you know a couple thousand views, man. That's what's up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that come, uh, I think it come from just other people watching it, and when people see something enough, they like, hmm, let me check this out. So that's what I think it come from. Just other hey, people, man. It's real possible. And then you Greek too. You got to leverage that, man. You know what I'm saying. Make make your uh make your neo share that shit. They do. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. But you see how they you see how they do me in a group chat and shit. I can't get no respect. <laughs> Pictures all Look, I ain't even know Coop like that when he took that picture, man. I ain't even know who he was. I'm like, why this nigga got this picture, man? But you know what? <laughs> Boy, that was a good ass night, man. CV, I'm gonna send you that picture, man. Them boys got me, dog. Disrespectful. <laughs> when you was out. Dog, <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to go down, man. Listen, one of the we'll talk about that off air. Anyway, y'all <laughs> got CV, got Keith Bell Jr. 
I'm your host, Rob. Thank y'all for joining me for another episode of From My Experience Podcast. Y'all know y'all can catch us on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. We on Facebook, From My Experience Podcast. If you got a topic, want to hop on the show, From My Experience Podcast at gmail.com. We got one more episode, um, and then we're going to head into the new year and start fresh. So our next episode is going to be like a 2018 reflection Y'all know how my crew does. So I got to try to get everybody back together so we can do that. Um, my young brother, give them all your Instagrams and social media one more time. One more time. Um, Instagram and Twitter is at underscore KBLJR. And YouTube channel is on Brady Network. So subscribe, please. There y'all go. CV, you got any uh, shameless plugs? I ain't got no plugs today, man. 2019 coming strong. When I'm back on, I'll be plugging the show. (laughs) All right. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.